Hi everyone, welcome to Joshua Live. I'm Gary Temple Bodley. Well, it's coming down to one thing. It's our perception of reality. And I know that's unsatisfying when I wrote the first book, A Perception of Reality. I said to Joshua, I hope you're not saying that everything is up to my perception of myself and my reality. I want actual things to change. And well, I didn't really get the answer because I wasn't ready for it. And nine years later, I'm starting to figure it out. Everything is based on how we perceive ourselves within our reality. That's our vibration. And in this episode, Joshua explains that perfectly. The questions perfectly fit with this whole topic. You'll come to understand this. It'll start making sense to you. And when you do, you will take control, not of the conditions in your life, but of your own perception of reality, the, the way you perceive how everything is unfolding and how everything is happening, who you are, who everyone else is. So this is really where we're going here. It's this idea of coming out of the state of duality, thinking things are good and bad, right or wrong, and embracing this idea of neutrality, which to us humans seems far-fetched, but we're working on it and we're getting it closer and you will too. Uh, before we begin, we are putting together this really cool mastermind group of business owners and professionals. It's a part support group, part course, part weekly meeting. Um, and it's, uh, it's what we're doing is combining our, the teachings of Joshua we're learning here within our professions and our careers and our businesses to become completely unique because whatever you're doing, there's nobody who knows Joshua like you know Joshua in what you're doing. There's no one who's embracing neutrality and coming up with inspired ideas like you are. There's no one, no one who sees themselves the way you see yourself in your profession. And so now we're going to incorporate all this stuff and we're going to help each other implement these teachings into our work lives to create greater satisfaction, more joy, more ease, more fun, more effectiveness. And of course, the side effects will be more money, more freedom, more time, all kinds of stuff like that. So it's we're putting together now. We've got uh, several people in it. They're, the first group will be limited. And if you want to know more about it, just send me an email to garybodley at gmail.com. But it's going to be cool because there's people from all over the world and all different professions, all aligned with this information. They're, they are like-minded people, and this is going to be a very powerful co-creative environment. So think about that. Uh, it's going to be a lot of fun, and just contact me, and I'll send you all the information. Also, the audiobook is A Perception of Reality. This is a great place to start. Jackie Seiden did the narration. It's brilliant. It's on the website at theteachingsofjoshua.com under books. Uh, check it out there. And also, we have three free meditations on the website. Go check that out. Plus, there's so much free stuff on the website. In fact, it's almost all free. So go check that out. And if you have any questions about anything, you can always send me an email. All right. Without any further ado, let's get going with this excellent episode. We are thrilled to be here. Hi, Joshua. Hi, Joshua. Hi, Joshua. Hi, Joshua. We know that many of you come here to listen to what we have to say because you find that maybe something in your life could be improved, that you seek some sort of improvement either in your health or finances or relationships or whatever it may be. Maybe you seek to feel a little bit better day to day. Maybe you seek some clarity. And maybe you're perceiving that you lack clarity or you lack enough money or you lack the proper health or the relationships that you want. And in order to game the system, you thought, well, let's listen to this information and maybe there's something I can use here to improve my life. And we would say that that perception of reality is the issue at hand. It's based in duality. And you think that in your life, there are people who are experiencing better lives than you are, or having more than you have, or are more worthy than you, or better than you in some way. And you seek to improve your condition so that you will feel better, maybe feel what they feel, or feel something that you don't feel now. And this is all based in this idea of good, bad, better, worse, and everything is a separation from you. So in this perception of duality, you must have some ideal. You hold on to this ideal of what your life could look like if this happened or if that happened or if that the past did not happen. And so you are efforting and struggling your way to some ideal, thinking that when you reach this ideal, you'll feel something that you do not feel now. This idea then is based in the misperception of your reality, the misperception of a possible reality that you could be living that is imperfect in some way. If it's imperfect in some way, you will always seek to improve it. 
If it's flawed in some way, you will always effort and control your way into conditions that don't seem as flawed. You will seek improvement, improvement, improvement based in this idea of imperfection. However, what if the entire idea of imperfection was the issue at hand? What if everything actually was perfect? And so we would like to start with the premise that everything in physical reality, everything in non-physical reality, the complete system, the entire universe is perfect as it is, including you, everyone you know, and your present conditions. Going into this reality prior to your birth, you set these intentions knowing the truth of this reality, knowing that your life would always be perfect for you. It would be designed by you in perfection, knowing that it would bring you on a journey of self-discovery exactly as you intended prior to your birth. The only issue would be your perception of reality, your perception that things aren't going well, that there's problems, that you don't have enough, that you should have more, that you should be better than you are, that people should like, love, and respect you more than they do. And if those things happened, then you would feel better. So the conditions have to be formed so that you can feel better. Or what if your perception of reality was formed so that you feel better? Now, what do you think would be easier for you to accomplish? Would it be easier to actually manipulate all your conditions and all the people and yourself so that it actually was better and you felt better? Well, that's a lot to control. That's a lot to do. That's a lot of pieces to put in place. But what if you were able to change your perception of reality? What if you moved away from this idea of duality, good, bad, right, wrong, better, worse? What if you instead said, everything is perfect in this moment? And if you looked around, you would notice that everything is perfect. I have everything I need in this moment. I can do anything I'm inspired to do in this moment. Maybe I don't have everything I want in this moment, so therefore, what I want is distracting me from the perfection of the moment. Maybe I can't do anything I want to do in this moment, therefore the idea of what I want to do, the idea of freedom based in the illusion, cannot help me achieve what I need to be achieving, which is a journey of self-discovery. Imagine if you let all that go. Imagine if you went with the flow of your life, always perceiving that this moment in time is perfect and that the moments will lead to expansive experiences and that everything is vibrational and that you're attracting experiences and manifestations based on the vibration you're emitting. Well, if the vibration you're emitting is imperfection and needing more and experiencing lack and wishing things were different, wouldn't it be interesting to note that that's the exact reality you're experiencing? Now, what if you could possibly perceive yourself as perfect? and you emitted the vibration of perfection, and you opted out of duality in favor of neutrality. And in neutrality, nothing's good, nothing's bad, nothing's right, nothing's wrong, no possibility for things to get better or worse, no need for them to get better or worse, no even identification of what might be better or worse, everything is perfect as it is now. Knowing that the next moment will bring new experiences, new opportunities, new inspiration, new ideas, new growth and expansion. Well, if that was the case, then you couldn't see anything as bad. You couldn't see anything as wrong. You couldn't see anything as worse than this because you would perceive that everything is perfect. Now, if you can't perceive that anything is wrong or bad or imperfect, you can't experience a negative emotion. It's not possible. You would experience emotion, but you could not judge it as negative. Therefore, the negative emotion would cease to exist. Now, let's say that you had an experience where you lost a loved one and they transitioned to the non-physical. And the default experience would be grief by everyone you know. If your perception of that event was that it was perfect for that person at that time, that you nor anyone else lost anything, that you were eternally connected to that person, that they simply chose the time and date to return back to non-physical, that they had enough expansive experiences in this lifetime and they were ready to return to the non-physical so they might set up the next life, that they were eternally connected to you, that they were even more connected to you now, that there is no actual loss since what you were perceiving as a loss would have been some future with this person that was never to be, 
and you existed in a state of ease. Everyone else is feeling grief because they're perceiving a loss of this person. But you're understanding how the whole system actually works, and now you cannot perceive loss. And without being able to perceive loss, you can't feel grief. It would not be possible. But you might feel some feeling, some feeling that would be associated with grief, but without the label of grief, without the connotation of fear within there, without the ability to really viscerally feel an actual loss, you might feel the exact same emotion, but you wouldn't label it as grief. You would just let it flow through you. And you would say, okay, this is a natural response, but you also might feel some joy in there as well. Now, can you imagine being at a funeral, knowing what you know, and feeling joy at the experience? Well, that might be disconcerting, especially to those around you when you're laughing and giggling and high-fiving everyone. They might not understand what you're, you're saying, so you might feel some embarrassment. And all these possible different emotions could happen. But if you really maintain the focus of perfection in that moment, all you would feel would be positive emotion or just emotion because you wouldn't even label it as positive. And so all the misery and suffering and discontentment and dissatisfaction involved with life, if you were to see it, see your life as perfect and be at the neutral state of being, would have to fade away. Now, what's interesting in this idea, this scenario where you've chosen a higher perception of reality that fits with the laws of the universe and aligns perfectly with who you truly are, well, you would now alter the entire state of your vibration. And that vibration would be so high that you would be in a state of clarity. And you could see through the illusion that everyone else is believing in. And everyone else who's living in fear would become so obvious to you. The programming that caused them to be in fear at this moment would also be obvious to you. And you would say, oh, I can see now why they're in fear and why they're perceiving loss and why they're feeling grief because their perception of reality is off. And you could have empathy with those people. And maybe you could give them some guidance if they were ready for it. But this is what we are here to talk about, is this perception of reality that you've been holding on to based in limiting beliefs and your programming throughout your life in duality is false. It's the cause of all suffering, all discontentment, all dissatisfaction, and it exists at a vibration that's attracting more of that to you. Now, we're not asking you to raise your vibration so you eliminate bad things happening to you, because obviously that is from the perspective of the victim who's very much living in duality. Living in duality is the perception that you are the victim to your reality and not the creator of it. And with that perception of reality, manifestation events have to come to show you what you're doing, what's happening here. You're living in an illusion and you're thinking things are good or bad, right or wrong. We have been slowly moving you along to this idea of neutrality. Neutrality is the basis of the entire universe. In neutrality, there is the absence of fear because there's the absence of good, bad, right, wrong, better, worse. There's the absence of needing to do anything or be anywhere or be any different than you are. Imagine the powerful state of neutrality where you simply said, everything is perfect in this moment. A future moment is going to be attracted based on this vibration that I'm offering. The vibration I'm offering is of perfection. Therefore, the future moments also have to be perfect. A future moment comes, you see it as perfect, and you receive all the information expansion born out of that new reality that's occurring moment by moment by moment. You're flowing with what's actually happening in your life. Now, if you look at the overall concept of why you're here, you're here to believe that physical reality is physical, to have visceral experiences that seem real to you, and expand through those experiences in joy to reach higher and higher and higher levels of conscious awareness, of understanding of who you truly are. With each experience, you understand who you are more unless you're in resistance to that experience. If you're in resistance to that experience, you're dipping down into the consciousness of fear and you're bringing up urges to change and control conditions. If you act on those urges, you'll expand through that, but it will be in discontentment, dissatisfaction, and suffering. And you'll explore the inauthentic version of who you are. 
So this is the cycle that most of those you know are on. Most people who live with this perception of themselves as victims in duality are going up and down, up and down, moving through life, trying to get what they want and avoid what they don't want. Now imagine putting all those conditions out there and trying to control all of that. Every time you try to control something, you're investigating who you are not, the inauthentic version of you. Your actions are based in fear. You're not getting what you want because those actions are based in the misperception that you lack something. And so you're investigating more lack and more lack and more lack and your reality is a mirror to that vibration of lack, that vibration of imperfection. Why were you taught that you were imperfect? Because fear. If you were taught that you were perfect, then you would have no fear and maybe you would do things that would elicit fear in others. So in order to control your journey through life, other people put controls on you, limiting beliefs on you, programming on you, without knowing what they were doing because this is how they were taught as well. But now you're coming to this point where you've had enough experiences in physical reality. You've had enough experiences exploring the inauthentic version of you. You know that no matter how much control you exert, it causes separation. You have an understanding that you want to connect more, connect more, connect more, because that's based in love. And that fear is just driving this disconnection. So in order to connect more, you can't really act on urges to control conditions because all fear is disconnection and all love is connection. So acceptance and love create connection where fear and control create division. You want to control to solve your fear, but that fear is based on one thing, a misperception of reality. If you choose to perceive reality as perfect, it aligns perfectly with the system as it was designed and who you truly are. We're not saying this is gonna be easy because you've been taught that you're imperfect, that everyone's imperfect, there's nothing's perfect, and that you need to strive for improvement. Well, wonderful, because that's brought you here. Maybe if you had thought you were imperfect the whole time, if you understood the system, if you weren't confused by the illusion, you might have never found this information. So everything is working out perfectly, even if you're in confusion. But now that you're here, you're asking. And we're bringing answers because the asking is so strong. How do I operate in physical reality aligned with the system as it is? One way opt out of duality, embrace neutrality, and start seeing everything as perfect. And with that, we'd like to talk to you about anything you'd like to talk about. Who'd like to start? I have a question, Joshua. Serena. Yes, Serena, hi. Um, thinking about what you've just said and the previous conversation where you talked about new definitions of abundance and freedom, if we're thinking of everything as perfect and everything is, is right, is healing. And, and who who would need healing if nobody needs fixing and we're not here to take care of anyone or to help anyone? Um, what would a healer do? And in, maybe thinking of it in terms of a new definition um, and what is happening with, with somebody that wants or thinks they need healing. How about what is the ailment? Why does have anyone have the ailment in the first place. Why does anyone have a chronic condition? Why does anyone have a disease? Why does cancer affect anyone? To bring them on their journey of self-discovery, to get them into alignment with who they are, to understand that they have always been perfect and that their imperfection is the vibration that's attracting all of these manifestation events, including any ailment, so that they can have a chance to notice that they're operating in physical reality in aversion to how it actually is. So imagine that you have this belief system that causes you to perceive that things should be different than they are. And you exist in a state of duality. This is a lower vibrational state of being, which we will say the vast, vast, vast majority of the planet exists in today. Not the animals, but the humans. So the humans are perceiving that 
things could be better, that things are bad, that things should be different, that people should be different, that the government should be different, that society should be different, that the future should be different, that the past should be different, everything should be different. And so they're seeing themselves as victims in duality of this reality. A manifestation event comes to alert them to a limiting belief, a belief that is not true, that lacks information. If they perceive that the event itself is wrong or bad, they will dig in their heels and their limiting beliefs will grow more entrenched. And another manifestation event even more intense must follow because they're not paying attention to the first easy one. If they ignore that, if their limiting beliefs grow more intense, if they remain in the limited vibration, another manifestation event will come. Eventually, one will come born out of the body. The body helps in great ways because it is very difficult to ignore chronic physical conditions in the body or unwanted or ailments in the body. The progression starts with the resistant thought. If you ignore the resistant thought, then a manifestation event in your reality will come along, but mild. Then they'll get stronger and stronger and stronger, each pointing to one specific limiting belief. And that limiting belief is holding the person apart from their journey of self-discovery as they intended. So the system itself is perfect, and the manifestation events are actually wanted. When it gets into a body, there is often a time for reconsideration of your entire life, of what's important to you, why you've been operating the way you've been operating, and maybe you can't work anymore, maybe you stay at home, but you're thinking about the solution of this problem. This problem is an illusion only because the perception of reality is based in the illusion itself. Imagine a person gets an ailment, they birth a desire for recovery, and for the first time, they're going to act on inspiration that might lead them to a quote-unquote healer of whatever right. Could be a surgeon, could be Reiki, whatever it is. So they push past their fear and they make an appointment and they open up their belief system for the first time. Maybe they find someone who is aware of this nature of duality, aware of their resistance and helps ease their resistance. So what they're doing is they're altering the person's mental construct from limiting to more empowering. That could be by surgery or by some energetic healing. It doesn't matter. If the person is willing to let go of some of the things they're resistant to, well, the body will let go of that as well to the extent they're willing to let go, to the extent they're willing to make a change in their mental construct. Some people can have miraculous, instantaneous healings as long as their mental construct also is adjusted in kind and their vibration then is raised but because you can't create another's reality you can't influence them but they're doing this themselves so they have to come to the point where they're ready and maybe through enough manifestation events and enough time with their chronic physical condition they give up holding on to their limiting beliefs and seeing themselves as victims and needing approval from outside and imagining that everything is outside of them. Maybe they give some of that up, just a little of it, raise their vibration, seeing themselves from a higher perspective, and now that manifestation event is not needed because they're back on their journey of self-discovery. So they're not healed. They're returning to their natural state of being or becoming more authentic. The average person comes in, they're a baby, they're fully authentic, they haven't had any programming, they haven't adopted any limiting beliefs, they are happy, healthy, vibrant, perfect beings of love. Then they learn to walk and talk, they trigger other people's limiting beliefs, other people tell them what to do, tell them they're wrong, tell them they're bad, punish them, make them conform, and they have these experiences based now in this perception of themselves that they're imperfect somehow, only to help them discover that they're perfect again, or to remember that they're perfect. 
If they resist it, resist it, resist it, that's wrong, that's happening to me. Why does this always happen to me? How come I can't get what I want? How come nothing goes my way? They build up more and more resistance, layers and layers of limiting beliefs. More manifestation events come because their vibration is at this lower level. And at some point, they either withdraw from everything to avoid negative emotion, or they change their mental construct. They change their belief system. The moment they change their belief system, their vibration raises, and now they have a new reality, whereby the same old manifestation events do not come. Now, this is readily apparent for those of you who are in the Ascension Experience of the boot camp. You go in with a certain mental construct. You're having manifestation events all the time, especially in the beginning of these programs. You come out of it with a different mental construct, and after a bit of times go by, the, the manifestation events become less intense, less intense, and maybe disappear for long periods of time altogether. The Ascension Experience and the boot camp are designed to alter your mental construct so that you raise your perception of yourself, your perspective of who you are, which is your vibration, so your vibration is raising, and now you have a new perception of reality more accurate than ever before. And the old manifestation events stop coming and you gain clarity and empathic abilities through this process. Others may be doing it by other means, but those of you who are in this process can see it happening with yourself and with other people in the process as you're going along. The more entrenched and intense your limiting beliefs are, the longer this process takes. But as you're going through this process, as you're doing the work and thinking about yourself in a new way, your vibration is shifting and you're attracting a brand new reality. So the old manifestation events aren't needed because the belief system has been changed by the work you've done, you see. So imagine being a healer and meeting someone who has a chronic physical condition and they have a highly entrenched limiting belief system. They just see themselves as victims. They just see that things are going wrong. Well, there's nothing you can really do with this person if they're not ready to see the light in themselves. But who you're attracting, if you were to be a healer or be some practitioner, is also based in your perception of yourself. Are you really wanting to help those who aren't ready or are you wanting to help those who are on the fence, ready to see who they truly are? Most people are not ready to see who they truly are. This is why they often fear this information. They often think it's woo-woo or impractical or dreamy or something about it that they cannot resonate with. Those of you who resonate with are coming for some improvement, but unfortunately that improvement is your change of your own perception of yourself. It's all inner work and it's all a process of becoming. So everyone is becoming love from fear to love. And to be healed is to become more aligned with who they truly are, which is love. Perfect. Thank you. Excellent. Who's next? Hey, Joshua, I have a question. Rashna. Um, This is about my swimming pool in the backyard. Um, I have to maintain the water chemistry uh, to make sure it's safe when people are in the pool. But it's driving me crazy. Because I will take a test. Um, a home kit and I'll get one test result. I'll take it to another, I'll take it to a store. They'll say, whoa, the level is too high. I'll take it to a second store to see, you know, just to compare results. And that result will be like, oh, you have too low. The level is too low. So I get conflicting results. And then there I have a machine also that gives me a fourth test. So like i'm just pulling my hair out because i don't know what to do do i add do i subtract do i do nothing but my my greatest concern in all of this is to make sure the pool is safe for swimming and if it's not safe for swimming why the heck do i have a pool which requires so much maintenance excellent this is probably the most brilliant question anyone's ever asked in the history of the world your confusion comes from this perception of reality based in duality, based in imperfection. You have a pool and you have a fear that is not safe. You want to change the conditions of the pool 
to make it safe so that no one gets sick of the pool or has any problems with the pool. Perfectly reasonable. Everyone's doing this. But what this means is you're going to have to change the vibration of the pool, plus everyone who goes into the pool, plus everyone who has any opinion about the pool, plus the machine's opinion about the pool, plus all of this. You'll have to control all these things, all these spinning plates. And so at some point, all you'll have to do is settle on something. But if this underlying fear is that, oh my, something could happen if it's not perfect, if the water is not perfect, there could be some little amoeba in there that could get into somebody and make them sick and then they would blame me and this would be all this big thing about it and I could get sued and I don't know if I have insurance for this and all this thing will happen to me. You must notice that this is your perception of reality based in victimhood. What are we saying here? Accept the pool as it is perfectly and then just let it get green and no one's going to want to use it anyway and this could be just this disgusting cesspool of bacteria growing and won't look nice at all. Not at all. What we're saying here is the fear causes you to act on urges to try and control the situation and you ask everyone else what they think. And because everyone else has a different vibration and you're operating at a vibration of fear, they cannot give you the answer. So if you're confused about anything, believing you're the victim of something, it doesn't matter what it is, and you start asking around for other people's advice, they're going to give you information that conflicts with every single thing that's true about the universe because you're operating within the illusion. They can't give you a straight answer because you're not in the vibration of perfection. You're in the vibration of imperfection. You're in confusion. So every answer that comes to you, it doesn't matter what the subject is at all. It could be your car that needs repair. It could be something going on with your house. It could be something going on with your body because you're in a state of fear no one can give you a straight answer. It's not possible. So you're coming at this issue from, from the position of fear and imperfection. Now, if you came at, it, at this issue from the perception of neutrality and perfection and love, you would say, I simply want a pole that vibrates in alignment with who I am. Pure love. So if that was the case, then you would receive inspiration. You would receive direct communication. You would know exactly how to balance the pool to make it beautiful, to make it crystal clear. You wouldn't do it to solve some problem. You would do it because you're inspired to do it because it would be completely aligned with who you truly are and what you truly want. And we're promising you without any real experience whatsoever, you would know exactly which chemicals to use and how to balance it. And, and, the, and you, you might even come up with new ideas and concepts that have never been thought of before. Sent to you because you're a vibrational match living at a very high vibrational state of love. But if you had the inspiration to go to the pool store, you would just take that person's idea because they would be a vibrational match to you, whoever you met at the store. And they would be inspired to tell you exactly what you needed and they may think later, what was I telling her? That doesn't really even make sense based on this, but you would come home, you would do it, and it would be perfect every time. And the pull would be nothing but a delight for you. And you would notice that you would have to balance it so less often and have to maintain it, it would be so much easier. And in fact, maybe you would hire somebody to do it. So why not let them who are experts doing it? All this inspiration would flow and you would be so confident because you're not operating from fear. You're operating from a state of love, and you could do that in every single aspect of your entire life. Okay, so you mentioned just hire somebody. I actually have weekly service, but this person comes in for five minutes and leaves. Excellent. Doesn't it now make sense based on exactly what we were saying? You're coming at it from fear. Uh -huh. You're saying, I don't want anyone to get sick in the pool. Not from love, saying... This pool is such a beautiful body of water. It's so fun to have it here. It's so beautiful. I just love every aspect of the pool. I'm so fortunate to have the pool. I think it's the most wonderful thing in the world. Coming from love, then you'll be inspired. You will not hire the guy who's there for five minutes. You'll hire the guy who absolutely also loves the pool. You see? Uh-huh. Same with the windows on your house. Same with the yard. Same with every aspect of your life. 
in deep appreciation for how beautiful it is, you'll be either directly inspired what to do yourself, or you'll attract someone who is the perfect person to take care of all of it. But if you're coming in fear, you can only attract more illusion, more confusion. Okay, so I have to stop thinking people are going to get sick in my pool. I have to think they're going to love my pool. They're going to only have fun. It's all going to be good. and Nothing but good. Exactly. Okay, all right, thank you. Who's next? I have a question. Lindsay. Video. Hi. Um, I have a question that I'm actually not sure uh, quite how to ask because I think, I feel like my words, I, I don't quite know you, the right words. You'll pick the perfect words. I'm in the, the deliberate creation portion of the Ascension experience. And today's email was about uh, relationships and, you know, a relationship coming to an end and beginning a new relationship and sort of the fear of, uh, of uh, getting out, you know, getting out of the previous thing. And I was, I was wondering if, I guess my question is about our responsibility to like in love and the first thing Excellent. and getting it, you know, about lovingly transitioning, I suppose. So there's two ways to think about a relationship. And in that description, we said, Imagine that you fell in love, you had children, and you were there with this pre-birth intention to come together to have the children, to have the experiences of that time period, and then to go on to other experiences. If you understood who you truly are and how the system worked, and if you knew your pre-birth intentions, if both of you did it, you would just come together, you'd enjoy yourself every minute of every day that you were together, you'd have the children, you'd enjoy the children together, and then when the time was coming to separate to go on to other adventures, you would still maintain absolute love and connection with that person, knowing that you're eternally connected. And you would wish them well and support them and, and be happy for them when they went on to their other adventures with other people and they two of you. But because you have this programming of how relationships should be lasting forever and maintaining it and a long marriage is seen as a successful one and a divorce is seen as a failure, well, you go through these experiences where the natural time period of the relationship comes to an obvious conclusion, but because you have these limiting beliefs, you hold on to this ideal that says, no, you have to be married forever. What will people think? What will the children happen to them? And so there comes great fear with that. And in the fear, this urges to change and control the other person and to make them wrong and to treat each other as if you're victims of each other's abuse when in actuality you're just perceiving yourself as a victim within your entire reality. Mm -hmm. So only the conflict can come in when you're holding on to some ideal that you believe, based on a highly limiting belief, should happen to make you happy. Now, if the relationship's obviously not making you happy as it is, and it, it makes sense to move on to the next thing, you could still do it in love if you weren't besieged by this programming of the society that says that this one way of operating in a relationship is the only way that could lead to any happiness whatsoever, and you have enough evidence that that is not true. Now, imagine that you are able to move through an experience like that in love, knowing that you're eternally connected to your mate and that you will always be with that person throughout eternity and that your intention is to keep connection, to even make the connection deeper and deeper and deeper, even though this particular relationship has met its end. You could exit that relationship in pure joy, even if the other person is existing in fear. All you would have to do is alter your perception of yourself. Know that everything is working out perfectly. Know that everything will happen for each person, for the children, for your mate, for yourself. Know that the vibration that you're offering, which is raised, elevated, because your perception of yourself is elevated, will lead you into new, more exciting relationships yourself. And that any resistance with the old relationship or with how your mate is being, you can maintain that by realizing you're going to be triggered, you're going to receive urges to change the conditions, but you don't have to act on those urges. Now, if you receive a manifestation event from your mate 
in this breakup period and you receive an urge to change the condition, make him wrong, do something, say something that would actually disconnect you. Well, it might seem that that is a viable option in your anger, but in truth of who you are, you would want to choose another behavior or another action. So the universe pays attention to this because if you're given a manifestation event and if you act on an urge to change the condition, you're just creating a cycle and that gets more intense and momentum builds on that cycle. However, if you have this manifestation event and you receive the same urge and even at the same intensity and you choose a new action based in love and compassion and empathy for the other person, you've changed that cycle. The universe notices that. The only way it's possible for you to actually make a new choice is because you're altering your mental construct in that moment. That is raising your vibration. And that is the expansion that you go through in this new behavior when you would have acted out of fear and now you act out of love is highly elevating, highly expansive in love. And so you radically alter the momentum of the past and you start a new momentum of more love and a higher vibration and, and more connection and more alignment with who you truly are. Now, this could happen in anything. It doesn't have to be a relationship. It could be in a friendship or a relationship with your parents or a relationship with children. Any time that another person in a relationship triggers you and you act in love rather than in fear, you radically shift your momentum. You also contribute to the mass consciousness of the planet and you act as an example of alignment for the other person themselves. You disarm them. They become less reactive themselves, less combative, less conflicted. They may not come out of fear altogether, but they will, their fear will not be intensified by your actions. You see, what happens is someone is triggered by the events. They drop into the fear consciousness. They receive an urge to change the conditions, and you're the condition they want to change. When they try to exert this control over you or this attack on you from your perception, you then dip down in consciousness of fear and you want to escalate this conflict to separate yourself because you feel the only way to get over the negative emotion is to separate, separate, separate. But the negative emotion has nothing to do with the other person. It's an event orchestrated by the universe, orchestrated by you to see how you're being and how out of alignment that is with who you truly are. And when you act out of alignment, that causes momentum. But when you act in alignment with who you truly are, even when you're in fear or even when you're in fear consciousness, you change your vibration. You change your reality radically. The universe sees this and now they shift your entire reflection so that it now reflects more love than it ever did before and you actually bring yourself closer to whoever you had conflict with. Now, this may be important to you with the people in your life that you hold dear, your family and friends and people like that, but this is true of every single person you know. It could be true of enemies. It could be true of people that annoy you. It could be true of just casual acquaintances. You think they're strangers, but if you know them in physical reality at all, then you're eternally connected to them. And what you want to do is build these connections even deeper. So the old way of dealing with relationships in fear and duality is to disconnect from those that are not pleasing you anymore. Just let them go by the wayside. But this isn't aligned with who you truly are or who they are or how you are eternally connected. And when you return to the non-physical, you'll see this perfectly. And you will really think that you could have done things a little bit differently, a little bit, a little bit more aligned with who you are. And so in that, just think about the connection always. That's the most important thing to everyone you know. No matter what you think they've done to hurt you, that's your vibration, not theirs. They are just acting on the impulse, the pre-birth agreements, all of these things. And they have their own programming as well. You have come 
All of you who are on this call now or listening at a later date have come to a brand new mental construct about physical reality and who you are. That's evolving and expanding, of course. But you must understand that most of the population isn't up to this level yet. Lots and lots are coming, but they will be pursuing ideals and preferences and desires based in fear and lack. They'll be operating based in this programming of limiting beliefs that they've adopted along their way, and they'll be exploring who they're not. You'll be the examples to them, to others, to those on the fence, to those ready to come over. And the greatest example you can ever be is one who is in the consciousness of fear, is being triggered, and chooses not to act on an urge, but rather chooses an expression of love. You've all intended to express your love in this reality. And when you can express your love in times where fear is around, this will be the greatest shift in your reality that could ever happen because you're operating in a brand new way. I think I kind of have a little bit more of a question now, Absolutely. actually, because as you were talking, uh, the, the second half of it, I was thinking, oh, maybe my question is actually closer to, I think it might've been triggered by the, like, we don't have to live in a, in a relationship forever. Like that's an outmoded, uh, you know, that's a, potentially a fear-based thing, but how do you know then if, um, I mean, this is, I suppose, the question for everything, but like, are you acting on an, on an urge to like withdraw from a relationship that you don't think is ticking all those boxes or whatever, you know, I, I, I that's, I, I suppose that's the same question, but do you understand the difference that I'm, <laughs> that I'm trying to get at? Sure. So when we were talking about the pre-birth intention of the relationship, you and your mate had this agreement to come together. You said, if you make this vibration and I make this vibration, we will be a vibrational match. We will come together. We will have 2.5 kids. We will live in this kind of neighborhood and we will be doing these things and we will live in harmony for this amount of time until our vibrations come to new levels where we will naturally move on to the next agreement that we have. And there's millions of these agreements, so don't worry about the timing of all that. There's all kinds of possibilities and nothing is set in stone. But if you were able to have this relationship, you would understand that at a certain time, you would be aware that there was something else that you wanted. And this would be inspired. You would have a come to expansion, 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 have a new mental construct, raise your vibration, and you would be ready for a new experience. So in love, both parties would understand this. Both parties would maintain their connection, maintain their love, but not that romantic relationship, and they would be able to go on. Now, in fear, you're not getting what you want. They're not getting what they want. You wish they were different. They wish you were different. You're not having a lot of fun and you're wanting to leave the relationship because the other person is not giving you what, what you think you want out of the relationship. It's all based in this perspective that you're the victim not getting what you want, perceiving there's some ideal, some Prince Charming out there that is waiting to give you what you want, and if you can find that person, then your feelings of discontentment will be satisfied and you'll finally feel good within the relationship. Yes, that there's some right or wrong answer, right? Ex exactly. And that is, that is all done in fear. Can you see that? Yes, yeah, absolutely. All done in this perception of yourself as a victim, living in duality, perceiving that there could be something better and that this person is responsible for how you feel. And if they would just be different than they are, or if you could just find somebody better, then you would finally feel good. You're asking the conditions to make you feel something you do not feel now. Right, and then, and then, I guess to go back to the not quite right word of responsibility, like if, you know, if you have gone through this whole experience and you are, you know, in love, you're realizing that this, you know, it's time for you to, to expand into something different. Then... Only because you're having fun, you're having fun, everything's fine, everything's fine, fine, and then you're getting inspiration. Right. And then you're moving towards that inspiration. Right. And then you know, there's no confusion. 
you will know for sure. Right. The other person may not know, but you'll know. Right. And then and then hopefully you'll be inspired to to adeptly explain to them. That is not your responsibility. That is their experience based on their vibration, based on their perspective perspective of themselves. Well, that even if you've like promised in a in a you know less enlightened state long ago to like love them forever, et cetera, et cetera. Do you know what I mean? You will love them forever. Literally. Yeah. You just won't have, won't live with them forever. Physically, for the next blink of an eye until you both right, return to right. the non physical. Your responsibility is not to treat them as victims. If you have to, and we're not saying don't be anything other than fully loving. Right. But you have no responsibility over how they're going to perceive the situation. They have their perception. To not treat them as victims is a really cool express. Like, that's a really... Hold them to the same standard as you hold yourself. You are the creator of your reality. They're the creator of their reality. You're perfect as you are. They're perfect as they are. You know that everything is happening for you. Everything is happening for them. You know that... You will expand through this experience, raise your vibration, and attract that which resonates with that vibration, and the same will be for them as well. They cannot see it because they're in fear, they're in confusion, and they're going to want to change and control the conditions, which happens to be you. So they will act out of fear, but you don't have to play that game. Right, right. You can allow them, and you can be compassionate and empathetic with them, and let them go through their experience without changing who you are so that they can go on a few more weeks not being upset. Right. To not treat them like victims has honestly just rocked my world. That is such a like that what a what an open door. Excellent. Thank you. We have time for one quick question, one silly question. This should be the silliest question in the history of the universe. Who's got a silly question? Yes. Harold, do you have a silly question? Oh, yeah. I read in your book that there are places or people in the world where the vibration is higher than in other places. And why is that? Let's start by saying everything in physical reality is unique. Everything in physical reality is a vibration. No location on the planet can have the same vibration as any other place. Some vibrational places are higher and others are lower. That's not saying they're bad or worse. A wave that comes on the beach that's three foot high is not better or worse than a six foot high wave. It only depends on your perspective. But there are places on the planet where there's just naturally a lower vibration and there's naturally a higher vibration in other places just because everything is different. So this gives you opportunity to explore the lower vibrational places and the higher vibrational places. The higher vibrational places don't change your vibration. You will be attracted to higher vibrational places when your vibration is a match to those places. And you'll be attracted to lower vibrational places when your vibration is a vibrational match to those places. Same with people, same with experiences, same with everything in physical reality. Everything is unique. Everything is vibrational. You manage your vibration and you will attract or be attracted to resonant vibrations. Is it bad to have a low vibration? No, that's an experience. That's expansion. There's nothing wrong at all. Everyone goes through this period where they explore the inauthentic version of yourselves. They explore fear, discontentment, disillusionment, suffering. Because that gives them context of what is wanted, what is preferred, where to go next. It bursts desires. It is the basis of creation. Of course, it's creation based in fear, but that's okay because at least you're having experiences. Now, in physical reality, the experience is what you're here for. And so there is no differentiation between positive and negative experiences from the non-physical because the non-physical is neutral. It can only be determined as positive and negative in physical reality by you. So you have enough negative experiences, you'll want more positive experiences. 
Now that's all based in your perception of positive and negative. Then you get to a place that you say, well, what I really want is the experience of self-discovery, of clarity, of moving out of this illusion, of seeing how things actually work, of, of finding out who I truly am, of allowing my abilities and passions and talents to form, of, of living a life in joy just as I intended prior to my birth. With that perception of yourself, it's possible to live a life in joy. It's possible to express love. It's possible that I am this magnificent, eternal, limitless being of pure positive love and acceptance. It's possible to see things from a higher perspective and not act on urges to control conditions. It's possible to accept more and more and more. It's possible to be empathetic with people who I can see are still existing in fear and I can encourage them and cheer them on and, and support them any way I can. I don't have to change their beliefs, that's not my business, but it's possible that I can operate in physical reality at this higher vibration. And what happens when I do? Well, then I meet new people and I have new experiences and things are just flowing easier and I'm enjoying myself more and I'm getting more satisfaction out of what I do. And because I can see clearly, I can really understand people and, and somehow I know what to say to them and it feels good and it's so much fun and I'm having more fun than ever and I'm lighter and my body is taking shape and, and I'm coming out of this illusion of good and bad and right and wrong and imperfection and I'm starting to see the perfection of everything and it's starting to make sense to me now. And I'm starting to live lighter and then gravitate to these places. Why am I inspired to go there? Why am I inspired to go there? Look at the people I'm meeting over here. Isn't it interesting that there's this cluster of people that are my friends that they live there and a bunch of them live here and and I really somehow love taking a vacation in that place well that's everything in physical reality when you raise your vibration you'll be a match to the high vibrational things and people and experiences that exist in physical reality it's all there for you it's always been there it's been waiting for you it's been waiting for you to see yourself in this higher perspective because when you see yourself as capable and worthy and good and valuable and needing nothing out of your reality but only wanting to give to your reality and actually seeing your reality as you and realizing it's all a reflection and, and basking in the glow of that reflection even if it's causing a little negative emotion from time to time. And then noticing the manifestation events and processing the learning beliefs and receiving the inspiration and acting on the inspiration and expanding in love rather than expanding in fear like you did before. If you think you lack something and you birth a desire to have that thing and you effort and struggle for years to get it and you finally get it, well, all that effort and struggle was experience. It wasn't fun, it wasn't enjoyable, but it was experience and you did expand, great. But what if you acted on inspiration all the time and you took action in blind faith that it would lead you to a higher vibration and more expansion? And the action always was enjoyable and interesting and fascinating and the people you met. And sure, you had lots of fear. You had fear about what you were going to say and what you were going to do, but you did it anyway. And you realized it all worked out. And there was nothing you had to worry about. And everything you needed was, was there when you needed it. And you didn't need any excess of anything. And you had the freedom to make the choices to take the action in the moment. And if you couldn't take a certain action, then that action wasn't necessary. Everything is always working out. Everything is there for you. You are fully abundant, fully free. Live like that, and everything that exists at a high vibration in this entire universe will be um, attracted to you because that's the law of attraction. And with that, we are complete. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks, everyone. Thank you. <laughs> Thanks, Gary. Have a wonderful week. Woo. I hope you all enjoy week one of your ascension experience, whatever class you're in. Yeah, see how that all put together, all those questions came together. It all worked out perfectly. It's amazing how the the opening monologue of Joshua that ties into the questions and it all comes you know, to this head. I think this is one you might want to listen to a few times. There's a lot in there, but it's very cool. So um, we're doing this incredible mastermind group of business professionals and entrepreneurs. If you own a business or if you're in a profession and you want to incorporate Joshua's teachings and be in a community of like-minded people that support each other 
And why wouldn't you? Why wouldn't you want to become more effective, more satisfied in what you do, have fun with people, uh, interact with new people, make new friends, and see how you can incorporate this stuff to really enhance your work life. And of course, it's going to spread over in every area of your life as well. But the side effects are going to be more abundance, more freedom, more satisfaction, more fun, you know, better experiences. You're going to realize things about yourself. Uh, you can't really see where your limitations are, but the people in the group can see it and they can point to certain areas you might want to look at. It's going to be a lot of fun. So send me an email to garybodley at gmail.com uh, and I'll send you all the information. Uh, we're going to start in about three or four weeks, so you have plenty of time, and we're going to limit this group, I don't know, 20 people, maybe something like that, 25 people, so there's still spots left. Um, and uh, if you are inspired, and you probably are, why not just push past your fear and send me an email? I'd love to hear from you. So have a wonderful week, and we'll see you next time. Bye.